0: with it off. But anyway, I decided uh we probably up somewhere last night that we're falling apart up here uh from that once you're working you're working on it. I guess I gotta stop uh, with the fighting Ben streams where I'm beating them with or something. But um, the last uh, several weeks have been uh, absolutely crazy, right? Uh you know, seems like uh, seems like the whole world is going nuts. This is why Uh, This quote that I came across from an actress by the name of Patricia Heaton. you know who Patricia Heaton is? She plays Deborah in uh, Edinburgh Roman, that was himself, okay? And she's a Christian, and she she, uh, had this quote this last week that I came across. She said, if you're a common sense person, you probably don't feel you have a home in this world right now. If you're a Christian, you know you will never mention it. Christians. Christians are meant nice to be different. That's when I was just coming to know the Lord back in high school. It was a label that a lot of Christians were really trying to live. And that was jesus Christ or full to Christ. But in the past several decades, Christians have become uncomfortable. Don't let Wade sit in. Don't let you crazy about this Jesus stuff. My brother, he, uh, he's living in Wisconsin. I used to live in, the, uh, in the same area, and, and there and, uh, he, he was going to this church, found out the church, and, and he said to me one day, he said, no, "I don't know about this church because there's they call anybody there. A Christ follower. I mean, can't you just go to church anymore? You have to be a Christ follower." And in, in the field, I are a lot about this. I mean, he says he didn't go to church with all but in most days, you know, that's, that's what he said. And, you know, you know, I, don't know I, think, I think a lot of people, a lot of people included, made Jesus into a hobby. of these. That's And then along comes 2020, and, uh, you know, we thought the worst thing to handle. And then the comes the first month of 2021, and that's when he says there's no work anymore. But the well, fact is, that it really never did. We need something more. This isn't a time to abandon common kind of sense, like most of the rest of the world. No, it's instead, it's a time that we recognize that you as a believer, are supposed to be marching to a different drummer, and that different drummer is Jesus. The word Christian literally means "follow Christ." But at first, where my brother was attending, really, he was referring to the people there as Christians. So he seemed kind of foreign to say, hey, do I have to be a Christian? <laughs> a lot of people who call themselves Christians, and the really don't understand what the word really means, if your home isn't in this world, Christ follower, you are an ambassador from a foreign country with a home with your Lord in your country. You are his disciples, sent to no disciples, sent to serve as many as you can to bring them into that foreign country where they're and human environment, into their promised land. Now this series this is actually the last of our three-part series that we've got in a, at this time of the year on uh, the mission of the church. And uh, so far we've been focusing on different words from the uh, what we know as the Great Commission. And the first of this three weeks, this, the word that we focused on was what? Go, exactly. And in the last week, the second week of this series, the word that we focused on was what? Therefore. Thank you. I great confidence on that one. Uh, therefore, you mean then, is the meaning that, what does the rule mean that we go? And then finally, this week, uh, the word that we're focused on, you know what I mean? that's the easy one. Okay. It's right there, yeah. And uh, so Jesus said, therefore go. Therefore go and do what? Therefore go and make disciples. Now there are two assumptions, I there are two assumptions behind this uh, this, this statement that um, are really kind of basis for that that really is assumed to be the case. Jesus says, therefore go and make disciples. The first is this, is that you understand that the disciples that Jesus is talking about is disciples of Jesus. Not disciples of some ideology, not disciples of some kind of worldview, not disciples of even a particular church or a particular individual, no, disciples of Jesus. And secondly, the second assumption is this, is that it is disciples who are making disciples. But Jesus' father are a disciple of Jesus. So, that begs the question what is a disciple? What is that? So, a disciple is First of all, not just just to the twelve disciples that uh, we read about in, in the gospel, you know, Peter and Andrew and the rest. Now, it's, it's more than just the twelve. In fact, Jesus, in the Gospels had far more than just the twelve disciples. He had many other disciples who followed him as well. A disciple is like an apprentice. An apprentice comes under the guidance of a master of a particular trade, a master electrician, a master camera, whatever that might be, so that that person themselves might learn the trade and follow in that master's footsteps. Many of us have maybe uh, more experienced life as an apprentice, but maybe we have experienced in our careers at some point in time life as an intern, doing an internship, which is similar. But not completely, but similarly to the idea of being an apprentice. And an apprentice really gets at this idea of the cycle more into it. The apprentice is a student of authority. The apprentice learns from the master, but also learns from doing as the master does. The goal of the apprentice is to become an master's master in whatever that play might be. As so Jesus said, many religious leaders appeared the disciples. So they will had apprentices. You're we the gospel how the Pharisees had the cycle. John the Baptist had the cycle. There are many other religious leaders that we don't read about in the gospel who were still children as said, it, and they had the cycle. This is the school. This is the group of students, the apprentices who were learning the trade that, that the teacher was teaching. Jesus said, and take my work upon me and learn from me is his invitation to join his school. To be his disciples, his apprentice. So he indicates to the Peter and Andrew by the Sea of Galilee when he says, Come and follow me, and I will make you sisters as men. Jesus said to his disciples, You will do what I have been doing, and even greater things than these you will do. So, in other words, we are these apprentices of Jesus who learn how to do a he bad. The goal is to be like our master, to do what he has done, that is a disciple of Jesus. But many are not disciples, even though they might refer to themselves as Christians for people believe in Jesus. Many view the Christian faith as a matter of opinion, with no expectation of sitting and learning about any And certainly no expectation of actually doing anything with the faith. But this is a matter of opinion about Jesus, a favorable opinion about God. And many of those same people also view faith as a divine insurance policy. One designed to protect themselves and the loved ones from harm. One designed to keep them from going to an undesirable place when they bought them. But none of these is a disciple of Jesus, which was exactly what Jesus intends you to be. Peter to have continued when Jesus came and he called him in his boat to come and follow him and he was and kisses at night. Peter could have continued to sit in his boat. I'm just thinking he's good thoughts about Jesus. Right? Jesus walked away after he issued that invitation to come and follow him. Well, there goes a the good guy. I do kind of like him. He has a lot of good qualities. I know hope hoping he comes back and does something good for me. You now, Peter, Jesus said, come on, and follow him. As a disciple, come and follow me. Be his disciple. Don't just continue to sit in the boat and say, good thoughts about him. So Mary, not of what it was to be a disciple, she and sister, Martha, invited Jesus to come into their home into their families and, and their the, the meal together, their life together. And so when he was there, Mary started to be in listening to him. Now, for many of us, we do all the talking in we don't listen. You know, we don't stop one minute to listen. Imagine if the, the apprentice electrician didn't listen to the master electrician, but instead, just tell the master electrician what to do. That apprentice of electrician is likely to be in for a cycle. intended. When he discovers that the master electrician no longer is going to invite him to follow him as his attorney, instead, he's going to look for somebody else who will actually listen and learn the trade. How can we possibly go and make a cycle? The we says, answer the disciple, but only a player of religion. First, you and I have to answer Jesus' cry to be a disciple, to, to come and follow us. This involves risk, and uncertainty, and attempted deprivation and pain, and weighted pain. Which is why Jesus said, you must take it your Christ and follow Jesus and follow us. Christ's vision pain and discomfort. And then you can write to marriage all you want to complain about the pain of the temple of the cross, but nonetheless, the cross is involved That's what they involved in. The crazy thing is that being a disciple is not about us. It's about Jesus. It's about going where he goes, watching well, the history of the Now, this winter, okay, we've never had a whole lot of snow. But if you can think back to the other winters, then you know, there would be a lot of snow and then you have an open field in front of you filled with deep, deep snow that has been unfinished. You know, getting across that field of snow, that deep snow, it's full. It's a difficult thing to do. It's really challenging to be able to make it across. So what is the easiest way to make it across that field? Well, we can say, uh, you know, a person can sort of banning and cutting out some snow seeds or something like that, the easiest way to make it a cross-site field would be to have somebody go ahead and you know, I can this you know, have a And I haven't go ahead do you and know, whatever, they have an you know, impression and a smell that's where you stand. That's the easiest way, you know, way to make it a But, you know, it can be challenging. however, you know, if the person you're following has a different slide than you. You know, if they have a longer slide than you, if you take, you know, somebody like, uh, for example, um, he gave and Diana Collins. Okay, so it's my plan, Bill Collins, and by the way, except for his son, and, and his um, i told him i ever talking about them and I've but Bill Collins is six-foot man. Diana Collins is 5 proof. three, and he is. Um, and the a couple is fifes 3 the top seven. and he's a so if she's following the husband's day planning, and that deep field of snow, it's going to be a challenge for her to step where he has stepped. To put her feet were his feet, once again. And like what it's called, Jesus has a much greater pride than we do. But nonetheless, he invites us to come and follow him to put our feet where his feet went for and go where he has gone. And when we do that, we discover that there's this poem, here's the thing that we also invite us to turn these things over to him in our life, that so are holding us back, the so mess in our life, that so keep us light in our boat, to turn those over to him and so Lord, I give it to you. i can do this and hang on right to this thing anymore. I can't do this and hang on to this end I can't do this and hang on to this end. I can't do this and hang on to this. Wherever that might be, Lord, this is yours. And he takes those things and makes the cross for the cross that beats the by following him in his footsteps. Jesus is saying, come, follow in need. Walk he has won, be his disciple, be his apprentice. I've a long time, the benefit of being disciples. the people. Jesus said this in Matthew 16, 25. He said, For whoever wants to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life will lose, will find it. He find life when all else is lost. He exchange what he cannot keep for that which you cannot lose. People devote their entire life, entire life to getting and protecting and guarding this, and it's been so much time, so much effort, so much money, so much of who they are, doing all the guarding and protecting and, 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 and whatever this. Okay, you have nothing left over, it. no room really to seriously consider the things of Jesus. You just don't care. So you don't have that. You don't know really to live right? yeah. in You're well he sitting here, sitting here, sitting here, sitting here, sitting here, sitting here, sitting have sitting here, 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 you here, sitting to have here, sitting here, sitting the first benefit of following Jesus as a disciple according to Jesus in the benefits of is this, the life of Christ. the life of lasts for The second benefit that Jesus identifies and identifies three benefits here in the concept of, of being Jesus' disciple, and the second benefit is this, but being a disciple of Jesus, it heightens and increases the value at the end of, of the story at the end of your life. It increases the value of the story. The the he said, What good will it be for a man if he gains the whole world with soul? At the end of his life, at the end of this life, for each one of us, he will be measured by the health of his soul, not the wealth of your possessions, for your state. Would you rather be remembered for the good stuff that you were owning, or for the goodness of your soul? I believe he sees him in a cookie card when he's with the ghost Christ and Christmas people, We he's going back and there's, there's visit in the visit of the future, to his bedchamber, which is where we kind of left him at the beginning of this, when the making the ghost of Christmas past present future. And there and in the future, what he's seeing is these people that are in his bedchamber who are arguing over his gifts to get his bedchamber all the while, while they're arguing over who gets these bed curtains, they are slamming his character. One of them is mine. And he looks up at it and realizes, I put everything into my bed curtains. When the other words can't, it's my name. If a disciple is used, you get a full upgrade. It's been self-centeredness for other families. The other day I was in the grocery store, and uh, I don't go to the grocery store often because I remember there's most of the grocery shopping there, but I was picking up a few things, just a few, just a couple of things. I was there at a checkout out line, and there was couple who were in farming, and they were bringing about two weeks worth of groceries, so they had that one cart, and they looked around and they looked at what I had, and they said, oh, you haven't had anything at all, why don't you go ahead bit of it? And that small random amounts of time that really stood out in because of the game in which you live, which is an extreme, increasingly spelled time of age. Most of the time if I go to the grocery store, you know, you have know, people there who are making sure that you don't get to the self checkout up with you if know, otherwise. You know, regardless, what a matter of amount of job, it's a matter of it's it's me, I mean my wife, my trace. But here's this random amount of time. It's stood out that was kind of relative the a broad line the name. So, can genius make a difference for people in your life? It can make a difference in the world around you. For so which soul would you rather have the one that says, along with this world you first above all else? The one that says, a bit of kindness? One that shows the grace of the Savior who was before you? A benefit of Jesus' disciple is what it does to your soul. And you other centuries Christ's thinking, Christ thinking. The third benefit uh, of of following Jesus is that as his disciples, you have this reward of giving the kingdom to yourself. Jesus said this again in that same passage. He said, I tell you the truth, some of us who are standing here will not taste death before they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. Some might think that this means that there are some that are listening to Jesus. Who will see him come back in the second coming before they die? And of course, that didn't happen. But if you look at this, you can see that Jesus, from the very start, his very first promise that he preached, and from then on, he kept talking about this. He said, the kingdom of God comes with Jesus. It's not something that you simply need to wait for when you die. No, no, You can have it right now. Because his disciples, you get to explain this world kingdom. And heaven only works your kingdom as your kingdom, as the place in which you have your values and, and, and save your life and, and, and guide who you are, and things like that, where really all of its fallenness, all of its corruption, all of the things that can lead to hopelessness, and it becomes so vulnerable for God's kingdom. where Jesus is the king. And he is the one who's the benefactor. He is the one. Who provides you for you and to whom you belong. So, it is to this cycle that you are called. The life of a disciple is to make disciples. The and there is I think, an important question to ask here is if one were to stick in your footsteps, where would they be? If you're still Following your footsteps, where would they go? If those who invite you to follow into your footsteps, where would they go? Would they be stepping in the same footsteps of the Savior? Because those are the footsteps you are stepping in That's They will. well, go to and make the temple. That's what we're about here at St. Malcolm's by being disciples and making disciples, following the principles of Jesus, while I'm inviting others to do so as well, Let's about that. Please that.